the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to today's edition of The Plum Line, brought to you by Reasons for Hope, training and equipping a new generation to stand boldly on the Word of God. You can find information about them at r4h.com. That's the letter R, then F-O-R-H.com. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph, and Bob Coons will be back with me. He's with Reasons for Hope, the national ministry sponsor that I just mentioned. And we're going to continue our discussion about judging especially judging others from a biblical perspective. You can reach out to me and share your thoughts or comments anytime at this email, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Support for The Plum Line is provided by these fine business sponsors, EPS Wealth Management of Phoenix, who serves clients in several states. Call them for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation about your financial concerns, 623-537-3657. And Simple Turn, their online health resources teach your kids how health really works and how to avoid 90% of chronic disease. Get your family's free health course at mysimpleturn.com. Life can be tough, and sometimes we all need a helping hand. That's where Integrity Counseling Group comes in. At Integrity, we're not just counselors. We're your companions on the journey of healing. We believe in restoring connections with yourself, with your loved ones, and with your faith. With three welcoming locations in Mission Valley, Carlsbad, and San Marcos, plus convenient telehealth services across California, we're right by your side, San Diego. Visit us at integritycounselinggroup.com or call us anytime at 760-283-7000. 760-283-7000. I am so pleased to have Reasons for Hope as the national sponsor of The Plum Line. The mission of both of our ministries is to proclaim the gospel and to train people to look at every topic and issue from a biblical worldview. You can discover more about their many fabulous resources and their debunked video series or request one of the R4H speakers for your event or maybe attend an equip youth retreat or rally all at r4h.com. To learn about the Plumline's partnership with Reasons for Hope, check out the blog postings at r4h.com, and you can find the Plumline station directory and podcast link at r4h.com slash the Plumline. Be sure to leave a note saying thanks to Reasons for Hope for supporting the Plumline. On today's edition of The Plum Line, I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. I'm excited to once again be joined by Bub Coons, the director of the debunked video series from Reasons for Hope, the national ministry sponsor of The Plum Line. If you missed the first portion of our discussion about judging others from a biblical worldview, I'd encourage you to go wherever you go for podcasts. You should be able to find The Plum Line at any of those podcast sites. And if you find somewhere where it isn't, let me know. I'll try to get it on there as well. But if you take Spotify, for example, just go there, put in The Plum Line with Jay Rudolph. Be sure to put my name in as well, as I know there are some other podcasts out there with the same or similar name. But if you put in the plumb line with Jay Rudolph, you'll be able to look up 
the first discussion that Bub and I had about this subject. And we're going to kind of pick up a little bit where we left off here in our discussion. And I want to kind of pose things as we start off this portion by pointing out that the gospel message itself is one of judgment. And I'll have Bub explain a little bit about that. But the the point I think that I want to make is that if you're concerned about someone judging you here and now in this life, you know, a Christian, for example, saying something, what you would consider to be a judgment, but really they're just warning you maybe about something that you're doing wrong, and and you look at that as judgment. If you're worried or upset about that, well, you really need to be much more concerned and even fearful of a judgment that is sure and certain to come. So maybe you can explain what I'm trying to say here a little better for me, Bob. (laughs) Well, I'm, you know, the most famous verse in the Bible is John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. But again, we don't go to the next verses, which I think is really important because you've got to get the whole context of what Jesus is saying here. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. He didn't send them to condemn the world. I, we all need to get that. That's not, he didn't come to do that. He came to save, but in order that the world might be saved. Now, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only Son of God. So, yes, there is a judgment, a right judgment. You are going to be judged by the things that you do and the things that you think. And so, if you're honest with yourself, you've done really bad things, you've sinned, and you've thought really bad thoughts, you've sinned. So, I have lots of things in my basket, right? I'm a sinner. Now, I either have to pay for that myself, the consequences are on me, or I accept the pardon that God gave me through Jesus. So you're paying for it or Jesus paid for it. If you decide to take it on yourself, then you're going to be righteously judged. And that is an eternal judgment. And that's why this show exists, is to plead with you, like the Apostle Paul, to beg, please, you know, be reconnected and reconciled with God through Jesus. That's the plea. That's why we do the show. That's why we actually even judge. We're here so you can learn. So I I need to be judged. People need to go, Bub, you were a sinner. You need Jesus. And I need to go, you're right. Or I can go, don't judge me and run away and, and not deal with the facts. Judgment is really just dealing with facts. Judging ideologies and judging behavior have to do with facts that are that are argued out and talked about. We need judgments now, little bitty baby judgments and consequences. And I think God sets this up so we can understand, in part, his righteousness and to fall on our knees so we don't end up in eternal judgment. Mm, Yeah, there is a judgment that I was referencing to come, and many refer to it as the great white throne judgments. And it is one where if you have, as you pointed out, Bob, if you have chosen to reject What God desires for you have chosen to reject his grace in sending his son, Jesus Christ, the perfect sinless Savior. If you reject that and do not accept Jesus and believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, acknowledging and repenting of your sin and and trusting in Christ, then uh, you end up at that judgment, and then you face that eternal condemnation. All of us are going to live eternally. It's just a matter of where. And so that's the judgment. You know, when we talk about the subject of judgment, 
that is not one that you want to face here. And I think you pointed it out well. It would much better to face the judgment of a believer who loves you and wants to help you to see your sin so that you can repent of it and turn to Jesus Christ. Much better to not get angry about that and to face that and, and do something about it by receiving Christ than to reject that and, and stand before the judgment throne of, of God. Well said. Absolutely. Hmm. Yeah. And so, and if this is something, you know, I can just imagine maybe there are some who are either hearing this for the first time or they're hearing it in a different way because the Holy Spirit is working on your heart at this moment and bringing you some of that judgment, some of that conviction that the Holy Spirit is also one who brings about uh, conviction with that purpose of helping you to see your sin and your need for a Savior. And so if that's happening in your life right now, boy, Bub and I would absolutely love to hear from you. I'm going to give my email address again, and I want you to reach out to me. I will connect with you. We'll get together to discuss this good news of the gospel more if need be, or maybe you want to just share that that conviction came upon you and you have put your faith in Jesus Christ as a result of what has been shared on the Plum Line. All glory to God for that. The email address again is theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Plum is P-L-U-M-B, theplumlineradio at gmail.com. Well, there are quite a few other aspects here that I want to talk about in this second part, and one of those relates to something you brought up in the first part, and that is this reality that some people see judgment as being condemnation and that we're condemning them. And I think part of that is that they just simply don't want to leave their sin. They don't want to depart whatever sin it is. You, you know, you referenced, we hear this a lot from the LGBTQIA, whatever all the letters are that are in that. Now, we yeah. hear this a lot from that crowd, but it's not just them. There are many others who are engaged in different types of sin that they, they just don't want to hear from us at all because, you know, that feeling judged is, is convicting to them. Well, that's true. I mean, I think we read Romans 1, they suppress the truth to go their own way, right? And then God gives them over to their to their depraved heart, and then it, this is the thing that happens. This is, we can't do this on our own. That's why we need the grace of God. That's why we needed his action to come in. Otherwise, we would be dead in our trespasses, right? That's the whole thing. We're, we're massively judged. The wrath of God is righteously poured out onto us as we continue to sin in our thought and our actions every day of our lives. That, you know, that's an infraction. Another one, another one, another one. Now, those build up and they're opened up in, in, you know, in these books in Revelation. And all that you've ever thought and all that you've ever done is revealed. And the recipient of that's going to, he's going to know, or she's going to know, yeah, I did all, you're right, I did all that. And you're either going to plead, fall on your knees and plead for the pardon of Christ because you believed in this earth, or you're going to be stuck and dead in your own sins. And then what is a righteous God supposed to do at that point? He's got to judge righteously. You know, if he doesn't exercise power of judgment, he's not a good God. So it's a tough thing to hear. I mean, there's just no doubt. You're on one side and you go, well, why would, well, I don't understand. Why would God judge me? There's so many questions that you would have. But I think if you put it down in bite sizes, it's easier to grasp. You know, you, you, you take something and you have a shovel and you hit somebody in the head. That's wrong. You know what's wrong. Okay, so that person can press charges and you can go to jail or he can go, you know, I'm not going to press charges. And the consequence will be something else. So we get it. We get what forgiveness can be like. We get what little persecutions can happen. We get what judgment can do, rightfully. So all you have to do is blow that up a little bit and, and go, well, what is a perfect and good and righteous God going to do 
with my infractions, with my sins. Well, he's going to judge you righteously, or he's going to set up a pardon and put all the sins on his son so that you can be with him forever, free of judgment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I want to talk about how we, as followers of Christ, convey that message effectively and lovingly. And so we're going to spend the final portion of the broadcast on that in just a moment here and get some thoughts from you. I know the debunked videos that I have viewed do a great job of that, very effectively conveying the truth in a, a manner that you know, people will take in and, and listen to, at least. And, of course, there's pretty much always going to be an offense created. The gospel itself is an offense. The scriptures talk about that, even the cross being an offense. And so people need to get past that aspect to see, well, why am I offended by this? And be willing to listen and consider the feelings that they're having. So we're going to talk about that in more detail after the break here. Stick around. We'll get into some of the aspects of that concerning our topic of judging others from a biblical worldview. By the way, something else you can do to support the mission of the plumb line is select some great products from my pillow and go to this site mypillow.com slash plumb line no space or anything p-l-u-m-b-l-i-n-e so mypillow.com slash plumb line or call this number 800-613-6167 and you'll be supporting the plumb line as you get some great products from my pillow I sure do appreciate you spending some time with me and my guest, Bob Coons, from Reasons for Hope. We'll be back with more in just a bit. Hello, Americans. It's Uncle Sam here. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes to the IRS or state, don't worry. I've got important news that may help you negotiate a lower tax bill. In today's economy, the IRS has released a variety of new rules and is offering more flexible terms to help Americans looking to settle their IRS debt. If you apply today, we may be able to lift your wage garnishments and release a freeze on your bank assets or business. Our team of tax professionals can resolve your case and stop collection actions against you. Even if you've been audited or haven't filed a return in years, they can help. Call right now and find out if you qualify to settle your IRS debt for far less than what you owe. Pick up your phone right now and call us for a free $500 IRS tax review. Don't wait. Here's the number. Call right now. 800-948-5751. Again, for the last time, 800-948-5751. Open Door Financial was founded with the inspiration of using biblical wisdom to create financial plans and investment strategies that lead to financial peace and build the kingdom of God. We guide families and small business owners on how to save money, reduce taxes, get out of debt, build enough retirement income, and be more generous. We help you discover God's plan for your finances and fulfill your God-given dreams and purpose. Call Jason Batt at Open Door Financial at 619-794-7133. That's 619-794-7133 or visit opendoor-financial.com. Securities and advisory services offered through Centaurus Financial, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered broker-dealer and registered investment advisor. Open Door Financial and Centaurus Financial are not affiliated entities. When it comes to education for your student, Northwest Christian School believes that trusted truth transforms. 
With that in mind, they developed their fully online Christian school, NCS Online, for your kindergarten through ninth grade student. NCS Online curriculum has been developed in-house by experienced Christian educators and is infused with a biblical worldview. NCS Online provides a rigorous, affordable, customizable online education in an established Christian community and culture. Visit ncsonline.org to learn more or contact their admissions team at 602-978-5134. Thanks for tuning in to The Plum Line. I'm your host, Jay Rudolph. My guest is Bob Coons, the director of the Debunked Videos from Reasons for Hope, and you can find those at debunked.org. Bob and I are talking about judging others from a biblical worldview on The Plum Line. And as I said, going into the break there, I wanted to get some thoughts from you on how, as believers, we accomplish what we're actually told to do, which is judge others, which people may be like, what are you saying? Well, if you you missed the first part of the broadcast, you probably are wondering what I'm saying, because it seems like in Matthew 7 it says to judge not. Well, we spent a lot of time in the first part talking about that, and the reality is that we are actually to judge others when we understand judging judging rightly and realize that it's helping people to see right from wrong, not condemning them. And so that's all the farther I'm going to go with that. People can check out the first part by going to Spotify and looking up the plumb line with Jay Rudolph. But so anyway, back to the point here, and that is realizing that we are to judge others and we are to help others to see their sin and their need for a Savior, which is part of this whole judgment process. How do we go about that, you know, doing that uh, lovingly, effectively, with the grace of God? Yeah, it's a really good question, and it it all comes down to what I kind of said earlier about, you know, the how, when, and why we say what we say says a lot about it. So that that how is really important, and I'll be honest with you on this one. That's my weakest, right, especially if I'm in an intense situation. I, I don't always carry myself perfectly and I, I leave that meeting or get in my car or whatever and I think, ah, Lee, I said that wrong. I said that a little host- with some hostility. So I think being honest with ourselves after we have these conversations is a big thing. We take notes and go, what could I do better? You know, was my motive right? Because I always go in, I, I think I do, really wanting to help somebody. You know, a lot of people come to me and you know, over the years that I was at, at a church and they want counsel, right? So they, what, what are they asking you to do? They, they want judgment. <laughs> they want clean, clear, righteous judgment from you. That's why they're coming to get counseled by you. Mm-hmm. What can I do? I have this problem. Or am I doing that problem? So we have to, first of all, I think we said this earlier, the most important thing is if I truly love somebody, I want the very best for them. But everything gets messed up when someone says, what do you mean the best for me? If only a believer who has God's word knows truly what's best for somebody. Otherwise, it's so I mean, best for me, just give me a million dollars or let me have this exchange. You know, what's best for me is that everybody leaves me alone and I just get to know. See, that's not what's best for you. Right. That's your opinion. That's the world. We know as believers, because God in his word gave us these rules and regulations and his love. And he poured it out and said, this is what's best for people. So when we go in as believers, that's what we have to have in mind. What is the best for this person? How can I show them? right from wrong, like you said. Most of them know they've already done wrong. It's very few that go, I I do nothing wrong. But they'll go, okay, yeah, you caught me on that. I'm not doing this well. Help me. And then we lead them and to help them because that's the best thing we can do. Move them closer to God. Remove some of the sin barriers so they can have closer relationship 
with others and with God. That is what Christians historically should be doing from day one. It's like, this is the gospel. To share the gospel means we have to know that there's sin in the world and we have to call out sin. So it's a prerequisite to the gospel is judging. But judging rightly helps people get to the gospel. Mm, yeah, exactly. I was just going to bring up a scripture that I often like to refer to in this effort to try to accomplish, and, and you and I, I think, have uh, the same struggle, I think, over this, is I have really no difficulty speaking the truth. It's the in love part that <laughs> catches me up sometimes. Right, right. So, and probably a lot have that problem, and others maybe have the other problem where they're just great at the love part, but the truth part is a little more difficult. So I, I understand that. But uh, if we're going to do this rightly, as you were just talking about, Bob, uh, I'm going to go ahead and read a couple of verses here out of 1 Corinthians. Corinthians chapter 6, because I think, for myself anyway, these are ones that do both the judgment, the conviction portion, as well as the love and grace just so wonderfully when the Apostle Paul writes to the Corinthians, or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor swindlers will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you, but you were washed, you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of our God. And sometimes I feel like when I, every time I read that, I'm like, if we would just kind of read that and hopefully people will just, you know, not get so offended at the first part of it, that they will take a deep breath, listen to all of that and think through and say, wow, this is absolutely incredible what Paul is saying here, because the first half of that includes every single one of us. There's not a one yeah. of us who can look at that, and I always go to the word idolaters in there, because if somebody reads that whole list and says, I don't do any of those things, well, then they miss the word idolater, because <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we all do that. So you might avoid the other ones, but we all do that. And then you read that second half, and such were some of you, and it's just it's so beautiful and so powerful. Yeah, I mean, you were washed, you were sanctified. That's that's it. Because without the washing or the sanctification or the justification, then we are still those things. And that's why we cannot work towards salvation. It's a, it's a gift purely by the grace of God to have trust in him. Because we can't wash ourselves, we can't sanctify ourselves, we can't justify ourselves, we can't redeem ourselves, we can't forgive ourselves. It all has to be done by a proactive and loving God. So yeah, I agree with you, Jay. If people can take a breath, get rid of all the things that sound bites about what people say is about the Bible and actually read these words, they would go, my goodness, thank you. I want to know this God because he calls it out so well. And we all want to be washed and clean from that. Amen. Yeah. If you can read and just really think about the reality that you have a conscience and you know and understand that there are things in your life that are just not right, even if you don't have any regard for the Word of God or God Himself, you still have that conscience that's convicting you and helping you to understand that there are things in your life that are not right. And it's just this uneasy feeling that you have as a result of that. And here you can go and look at passages like what I just read in 1 Corinthians 6 there and say, okay, 
now I'm understanding this a little bit, why I feel the way that I do, and hopefully that will be the drawing card that leads you to to Jesus Christ. So praise God for giving us his word and the truth that we've been bringing forth here on the plumb line. I'm so thankful for you joining me. The time flies by, but I've got, uh, oh, at least a couple minutes left anyway that I would just want to give to you, Bub, to summarize what we've been discussing over the couple of broadcasts here about this whole subject of judging, particularly, you know, judging others from a biblical perspective. What do you really want people to take home from all of this? Well, I, I would say that, look, it's, it stings to get judged. But if it's done rightly, you can be thankful for it. I have so many examples in my own life with it, from teachers to pastors to my wife to my mother and to my dad. Those things stung when they called you out and you didn't do the right thing. But it grows your character, right? Because they're doing it in love and they, they want you to be a godly person, at least in, in my family. So they tell you things and they judge you and there's consequences. And you learn from it. But you learn the things that I think we talked about earlier. If you can learn them here, you can understand what's going to happen in the eternal judgment. If you, we were talking about First Corinthians, just a few verses up. Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? And if the world is to be judged by you, are you incompetent of trivial cases? Now, Paul was talking to those people in Corinth and going, why are you going all to the court and doing all this? Says, Don't you know? Just come to the people that judge righteously and love you. And if you can't do the trivial cases, you know what? you're not going to understand the eternal cases. And this is why little judgments that are rightly done should encourage you instead of break you down. Thank you for pulling that in out of the context there. I hadn't even caught that, so I really appreciate that. That's why I love having you on as a guest here, Bob. You're always bringing that great context. And thank you so much for being on. I really appreciate it. Love being with you. Bob Coons, my guest again. He's the director of the Debunked videos that you can find at debunked.org, one of the many great products or resources of the ministry Reasons for Hope, which, by the way, is the national ministry sponsor of The Plum Line. You no doubt have heard me talk about them a fair amount, and I will be talking about them a lot for, Lord willing, many years to come, as long as The Plum Line endures, as I really appreciate the partnership that we have together. By the way, you can go to the website, the letter R-F-O-R-H dot com slash the plumb line. And there you'll find more information about the partnership between the plumb line and Reasons for Hope, as well as a link to all of the plumb line episodes there. They provide a link to Spotify for you right there. And you can find uh, on that page a place to donate to this work as well, because the plumb line is a listener-supported radio ministry. And so, as I mentioned, uh, businesses that I want you to support because they cover the airtime cost, well, for me to be able to uh, support my family and produce this show, it is dependent upon donations from listeners like you. So I would love to hear from you in that manner if you appreciate this show. Again, it's the letter R-F-O-R-H dot com slash the plumb line. Appreciate you tuning in. You can reach me at the Plum Line Radio at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on the Plum Line. The Plum Line has been sponsored by Reasons for Hope. Check them out at r4h.com. Three star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to, he understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.